So, Harry. Yeah. Have you ever been terrorized by a monster, fictional or otherwise? Terrorized. Okay. Well, terrorized is a strong word for this. Yeah, yeah, sure. But there was a time when there was a bear that was obsessed with me and kept following me around. Mm -hmm. A larger gentleman called Jason. Okay. Uh, but no, seriously, uh, being terrorized by an animal, um, let's see, I've got a raven that's been stalking me at work. A raven? A raven, yeah, it just keeps sitting outside my window and distracting me. Oh, wow, okay, that sounds a bit bleak. Yeah, it's, I mean, it might be a sign that I'm really not engaged with my work at the moment. Sure. I'm so easily distracted. <laughs> so it just, it's just this bird sits outside your window and eyeballs you. It's been doing it for weeks. Okay. Every day for weeks. It's and you know what's distracting is the, the windows behind me. Sure, um, but I've got three monitors, uh -huh. and so it just it it'll walk by and it reflects on all three of my monitors separately, like one after the other. It knows what it's doing. Have you ever thought of letting it in? Well, the window doesn't letting it in. Why do I let it in? I let a pigeon in once, and nothing came of that. It lived with you for weeks. I know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not letting that bitch in. No, that's probably a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Beyond the Box Set, the podcast where today we are pitching prequels, sequels, and spin-off ideas to Shadow in the Clouds. We'll also be pitching some drinking games and hearing other sequel pitches from our Twitter followers. But first, we're going to talk about some of our favourite moments from the original movie and catch you up with a bit of a plot summary. I'm Harry, the host with the most upper body strength. Really? Yeah. yeah I'm, not, I'm not convinced. Is there any way to solve this? Do you want an arm wrestle? Not right now, no. I'm not right. Cool, because I would win. Sure. And joining me as always, the host with the most chance of crashing a plane if he was put in the cockpit, is John Lucas. <laughs> I thrive in the cockpit, thank you very much. <laughs> Let's look, look, John, keep that to yourself, please. This is a family podcast. It is? It's <laughs> do some editing. <laughs> okay, so Shadow in the Clouds. Yes. What do you think of this? So, yeah, this is a bit of a different pick for us. This is maybe not a film you, you might... This may not be a film you particularly heard of. Uh, it only came out last year. Mm. Uh, obviously, with the pandemic as well, it did not. It kind of flew under the radar. Yeah. No pun intended. You know, it kind of uh, didn't make much of an impression. Uh, but I got this as a recommendation from a friend of mine who said to me, "Just watch it. Don't read anything about it. Don't Google it. Don't learn mm -hmm. anything. Don't read any reviews. Just watch it blind mm -hmm. and just see where it takes you." Yeah. And. I can only echo that. <laughs> if you're listening to this and you've not seen Shadow in the Cloud, this might not be great for our listener figures, but press pause. Go away. Watch Shadow in the Cloud. Find it by hook or by crook. It is a short, short film. It barely qualifies as a film. Mm -hmm. It is, I think, like 73 minutes. It just gets over the line of like not just being a very long episode of TV. Mm -hmm. um, and it is a great time. Yeah. So that's your last warning. Go away now. If you enjoy films that take you on a tr true journey and I very unpredictable <laughs> go ahead and watch shadow in the clouds yeah i cannot recommend it highly enough you will have a great time 
This is one of the, uh, the the rare episodes where the episode is going to be longer than the film. It's, but that's not because we're going to drag this out. It just doesn't take much beating. Yeah, pretty much. It's almost certain that yeah. we will beat the winning time of this film. But would you agree with me? This is a film to watch blind because I then yeah. passed it on to you. I kind oh, of yeah, yeah, paid yeah. it forward and said, just, just watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't really know how you describe it mm-hmm. otherwise. Yeah, I just said it's a good time watcher. I didn't tell you anything about the plot. Yeah, because I think the only way that you can describe it, you have to give away some of the reveals in it. Mm -hmm. And that's part of this film's charm is it's got so many reveals. Oh, yes. And (laughs) a lot of them you just don't see coming. No, how could you? Yeah. How could you possibly (laughs) see some of this coming? Great. Yeah. Yeah. So that's your last warning. So, you know, last chance. Pause it now. Three, two, one. Right, let's get into it. Mm Mm-hmm. Hey, you! Yeah, what? Shouldn't you be more careful? Eh, I'm plenty careful. Now buzz off, I'm busy. <laughs> that wasn't my fault. That was a gremlin. A gremlin? Yeah, everyone's heard of gremlins. They chew up planes, screw up the navigation. They get their kicks from hurting us. Gremlins are all in your head. We owe it to our boys to stay focused. It's not critters who cause accidents. It's careless airmen. It's your responsibility to be safe. <laughs> Shadow in the cloud. Did you have a good time with it then, yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you enjoyed yeah. this film. I thought you would. You'd have to work pretty hard not to. <laughs> it is bananas. Mm-hmm. So... Should we get on with a plot summary? Yeah, do it. Sure. Okay. So I'm, like I'm talking around it a lot. Uh, so yes. <laughs> There's not much more to say about it with that. No, let's just it. dive in. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it opens strong. It opens with a old school, like 1940s style cartoon about gremlins. Oh, see this I didn't find was a strong opening. This was like, <sighs> right, what has John got us in for this time? <laughs> but you know, it's if a film, if a live action film opens with a cartoon, you know, it's at least making some strong, bold choices. It's at least something. Yeah, yeah definitely. So that, which I, I would complain that does give away the premise of the gremlins. I do wonder if it wasn't for that opening cartoon. Yeah, but I think... It'd be even more surprising. I think, yes, but the when, when, you, when you see it, you wouldn't be like, oh, it's a thing. Yeah. But when you're given the context of what it is, you're like, okay, now I kind of know what this is. Otherwise, I think you'd, you'd see this monster there and you'd be like, so... There's just monsters in this? I suppose like, you're right. It, it, it tells you it's going to be a gremlin movie, which is yeah. fine, yeah um so yeah spoiler alert this film contains gremlins Mm -hmm. and these are the classic gremlins this isn't like the film gremlins from the (laughs) 80s these are giant scaly bats that just pull shit off planes basically that's Mm -hmm. what that's what we're dealing with here yeah Uh, but not right away so we get that cartoon and then we also get did you notice another high sign of a high quality film (laughs) This film was made by about 16 different production companies. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, I did it, have... it just went on and on and on. None of which I thought it was I thought it was taking the piss. Yeah, it's oh. so close to taking the piss. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so None of which ever heard going. Of. Yeah. You know, what, you know one of those things where like the production company has its little intro and you're like, okay, this is the start of the movie. There's normally like two. Yeah. yeah. And and like where one of them gets you, because it's, it's a production company you've not heard of. Yeah. And it's like a camera, it's flying through some buildings or something like, oh, that's how the, how the film starts. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then the logo comes up. Mm-hmm. Uh, this just, that is the movie of this. It just keeps going. Yeah. Yeah. I wrote down a small selection of the many, many production companies that funded this film. Endeavor Content. Okay. Never heard of Rhea Films, 
Great. Hercules Film Fund. Automatic. The New Zealand Film Fund. And Four Nights Films. So just and that's just a selection, <laughs> and none of those. Not exactly Miramax, are they? No. Nope. Let's be honest. <laughs> nope. We're not exactly talking Disney. But, nope. uh, no, they're not Fox, not Paramount. No, none of that. This is, this is obviously cobbled together by a lot of different stakeholders. Mm-hmm. But again. Do they all donate like $5 each? Because I, feel- I can only assume, yeah. <laughs> they, they pulled together and we managed to get the budget for something resembling a film. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the New Zealand Film Fund, clearly this film was shot in New Zealand and funded in some part by the New Zealand government. Because mm-hmm. um, there's not many films about New Zealand's... Uh, contribution to world war ii but this film brings that in yeah so after all that we finally do open with a a young woman arrives at an airfield very dark and shadowy airfield Mm -hmm. it is in fact a dark and stormy night in 1943 so we're in the midst of world war ii yeah Uh, and she smuggles us well she doesn't smuggle herself she walks onto she boards Mm. a fighter jet which is named the fool's errand (laughs) and there's a cartoon of like a again i think there's a cartoon of a sexy lady with a gremlin on a back or something like it's mm. it's all there basically the, mm-hmm. the symbolism's set you right away but she steps on board this military jet that's about to, about to take off and it's filled with a, a ragtag bunch of soldiers from all different <laughs> it, locations it, it really world. is it truly is i mean number of soldiers on board or i don't know, even soldiers like number of staff on board whatever you call them number of servicemen on board seems to come and go yeah right? the actual number of them is very hard to pin down yeah, well you, you you rarely see them Yes, that, that's something. They're very rarely on screen, and no matter how many die, there always seems to be at least five more. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. But Which I think is definitely a, a, I say a symptom, but it's not necessarily a bad thing. But a symptom of the budget of this film, mm-hmm. like it's such low budget films that they they were able to get some people. Yeah, but those people probably came, were paid for half a day's work. Yeah, they all did a little bit, apart from Chloe Grace Moretz. Nobody yeah. does more. I mean. Love Simon, skip ahead a bit. Love Simon guy needs to fire his agent. Yeah. How did he go from Love, si- Love she Simon needs to... to fire her agent? How, like, what's what, what, what's going on with her? I f- yeah, she, I mean, she's just become a bit of a B movie queen, which I'm cool with that. Like, she was in. But that like, she's film. been in some big movies. Sure, yeah. Like, in her childhood. And, you know, she's got Tom and Jerry coming up. Not saying that's going to be a massive movie. Yeah, Harry, I don't think being in the Tom and Jerry movie is a great yes, sign that your career is on the up, you know? Yeah, but it's still something, isn't it? It's it's a it's a role. Did that film even do anything though? It's not out yet. Oh, is it not? Okay, so I don't think that's gonna like set her off on the road to the A list. You know? No, but it's at least a film that like people have heard of. Sure. And she's been having things going on. Like she's had she was in Kickass. That was a that, that was, was like a, ten years ago. It was eight years ago. Okay, fine. I think Kickass. I don't know. But no, like, see, that, was a, that, that 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 was a franchise. She was in a Best Picture nominated film in two thousand nine. What was that? Hugo. Oh, Hugo. Okay. Again, like, that's eleven years ago now. Sure. But what I'm saying is, she's an actor that people have heard of, that yes. people know, that has that has been in big movies. So is Love Simon. Sti- I, I'm, yeah, I'm, not, I'm not denying it. Okay. Still has movies coming up, and is now an attractive young actress in her twenties. Sure. What's stopping her from being in every film ever? What happened to this thing that Hollywood was doing, where they were just putting all the twenty-year-old actresses in, in movies? Is this not a movie? It doesn't feel like Hollywood, though, does it? It's, it's certainly not Hollywood. No. <laughs> no, you're right. She's she's maybe you know doing the rounds a little bit but uh mm. i i mean she's the star of a movie needs to have it yeah she's the name what i, what I mean is like love siren guy is in this movie he's not even the romantic lead no. <laughs> he's like guy in ship who like mm-hmm. he has a couple of lines at the end he mostly just reacts to things i like, didn't even recognize him no it, 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 it i was like i was, I, was kind of, I know you from somewhere but what and then i was like oh my god it's love simon like mm. i can't believe that he's in this like mm-hmm. yeah 
So ragtag bunch of crew anyway on this boat. On this, I keep want to say boat. It's a it's a plane on the plane <laughs> on the plane, and they are agog. Mm. Not they're not like surprised or annoyed. They are agog at the fact that a woman is trying to board their plane, but also seemingly at the very concept of womanhood. Yeah. <laughs> like holy Simon, holy Simon. Love Simon at one point says, holy shit, is that a dame? Yep. Like he's never seen one in his life. Like, <laughs> so they're all just horrified at the idea. What you, you're... Well, they, well, they've been at war for years. True, but they're in New Zealand. They're not, I don't know. I don't, feel, I don't feel like they're short of... They're not like in... It's like she's walked into the well, middle may, of the well, maybe they've desert. Not left, maybe they've not left a military camp in a long time. Sure, sure, sure. Fine. Whatever. I don't know. But, but it, yeah, yeah, no, it, it is. It tickled so. me that they were so stunned and amazed. It's like, wait, 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 hold on. Wait, look, I just need to get this straight. You're a girl. <laughs> <laughs> they really need some time to process this. <laughs> Which makes it sound like it was a, like, like they didn't realize that she was a girl or something. Like she look, is looking extremely feminine in this. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Yeah. She's not, she's not dressed as a man. She is no, very much she, presenting she, girl. She, she is also not dressed as though it, it's a war right mm-hmm. now. Like she's wearing a full face of makeup and yeah. her hair looks immaculate. Mm-hmm. Like it, she doesn't look like she's in a rainy airfield. No, I mean, she, she looks like she's just, I mean, apart from what she's wearing, yeah. but like she just looks like she's walked out of a, like a fancy ball or something. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this movie's grasp of reality is not strong. Let's no. be honest. So. <laughs> Did you notice a loose hydraulic hanging off the wheels? Huh? A loose hydraulic? The hell are you doing here? Get off now. I'm on this flight. The hell you are? I'm assigned to this flight. This isn't a joyride, Missy. Get off now. What the hell is going on back there? I'm commissioned to this flight. Get off my fucking plane! Do not touch me again. You're right there, Jack. (laughs) Who is that? I'm commissioned to this flight. Order from Major Rigand. Seriously, what the hell is happening back there, guys? Is that a dame? I can't hear shit. She introduces herself as Maud Garrett, who is a female flight officer, which again blows their tiny minds. Like they, <laughs> they can't get their heads around that at all. Mm-hmm. And she has been assigned to the plane with a top secret mission, and they just need to take her where they're going. I think they're flying from New Zealand to Samoa. I think they say, mm-hmm. so, you know, some island nearby. Yeah, yeah. And she's got she's got a bag which is a contains something highly confidential that they're not allowed to see, mm-hmm. but. She shows her papers and they seem legit and they have to re- very reluctantly take her on board mm. with them to, yeah. to transport her to the next island over wherever they're heading, yeah. basically. Uh, but they're really, really not happy about this. And they tell her that there is no space for her in the main hold. Mm-hmm. So she's going to have to just sit in the mounted gun turret instead, which is kind of strapped to the, attached to the bottom of the plane. There's mm-hmm. like an old school gun turret and it's like you sit it's like the thing in star wars you sit in it absolutely yeah. move the gun around yeah yeah um so she has to get in there and there's no space for her and the bag yeah i mean there is there is ap- there is ample space for her and the bag yeah. and this decision makes no sense it, it no it is mistake number one like yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, she, no, actually you know, saying that i think she only makes one mistake technically mm-hmm. which is take like letting somebody else take the bag mm-hmm. it's like so initially she's saying like this is the most important thing like you must take the most care of this bag keep it upright never look in it yeah she's um, very clear on that never look in the bag yeah like i'm under strict orders not to let anybody see what's in this bag i need to get it to Samoa. i need to get it to wherever it is that you're going mm-hmm. um and it is the most important thing in the world yeah it will sort it'll stop the war or something like she just yeah some bullshit just so that they 
listen to her. Mm-hmm. And yeah, take it in the hold with you, you yeah. silly woman. Yeah, I mean, also, we, we won't reveal just yet what's in the bag. No. But how long is this flight going to be? Because I feel like that's a problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But we'll get to that. We don't want to jump ahead of ourselves. No. So um, she's stuck in the gun turret for half the movie. Yeah, and from this point, I thought like this was going to be the whole thing. Like, okay, so they've they've made a set, which is just the gun turret that she sat in, cameras pointed at her, and there's you don't see anybody else you just yes. hear them you just hear their voices yeah. on, on on the radio talking to her talking about her yeah and she just has to act the rest of it mm-hmm. and i'm sold on that yeah it's it's, it's just an it's an interesting little concept it was it's like it's like a little bottle yeah story. And, and so at this point i was thinking that that's all it was going to be it was just going to be a little bit of drama of uh, them flying from A to B and she needs to just complete this mission that we're probably never going to find out what the mission actually is. It's just, mm-hmm. does she get to the destination or not? And yeah, sure, I'm expecting her to like shoot down a plane or something. She's in a turret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm expecting this to, now the film to just all be in there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, for the next half of the film, it is. Yeah, it's like literally 40 minutes of just, just what the camera on her mm. while she's got some headphones on so she can hear them talking to her over the intercom yeah but we don't see them particularly we do get these fantastic character introduction shadowy scenes which i thought were so funny oh yeah yeah every time <laughs> a new person talks they just kind of appear in shadows like mm-hmm. no set it's great yeah so she's having to listen to the crew and they're all being horribly sexist towards her mm-hmm. just really condescending really rude really dismissive they don't believe for a second that she's actually in the military because she's a girl mm-hmm. date you know she's a dame, yeah. she's a dame. i mean th- there is <laughs> So much accent work in this film. Mm-hmm. Everyone on the intercom is doing a completely different accent, which mm-hmm. I really love. Someone, some of them are like very British. Some of them are like Yankee Doodle American. I'm like, <laughs> some seems to be from New Zealand. Yeah. It's like they are truly like a Benetonard of like mm-hmm. they're all over the place. But she's listening to all this horrible uh, sexism, and we get all these character introductions of characters we'll never see again. Mm. None of it. All these introductions don't matter for yeah. the most part. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I forgot. To, we forgot to mention when she leaves the bag up with them she leaves it with the one nice guy yeah they're all dirt bags but there's one who's nice mm-hmm. and he volunteers to take care of a bag for her mm-hmm. and she kind of look, gives him a meaningful look and he does so mm-hmm. yeah that, that we'll need to remember him yeah well the rest are just cannon fodder basically basically yeah. yeah and i'm guessing this whole section was basically to cut budget because to like conserve the budget for what's to come because mm. you're right it feels like this movie's just gonna be like an uber low budget like oh it's all in one set and mm. it's just talking and there's no, yeah. no budget for anything but I guess, yeah, they had to save it for the 20 minutes of action that is to follow, but mm-hmm. we'll get to that again. Yeah. So while she's down there, she spots something on the wing of the plane mm-hmm. and it looks very much like a gremlin. It's, yeah. it's, it's a CGI. I mean, it's dark. So. Well, well, first of all, we just see like an ominous shape yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's really building the suspense. And then like the, the camera will, it, it, it does a lot of those things where the camera will just look like a, an empty window that looks like a very innocent window, but it's so clearly framed in shot that like something's about to walk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or just like suddenly a shadow passes over it and it's really scary. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so you just don't really know what's coming at all. And well, like you know that it's a gremlin. Yeah. Because at the start of the movie, you were told sometimes there can be a gremlin on a plane and that's a bad thing. So, like, yeah. okay, that's what that is. Yeah. But you don't know what it's going to look like. Mm-hmm. And considering the budget of this movie, didn't look bad at all. It looked okay. I was this, impressed. This, this yeah. thing looked really, like, it didn't look. St- it didn't look like it was pure CGI, but it also didn't look like it was pure practical. Yeah. Because it wasn't practical. It was CGI. Yeah. Um, but it looked great. It looked okay. I mean, 
I'd say it. I'd say it looked fantastic for what I expect the budget was. Yes, relative to some of the other CGI work in this film, it looks amazing. I would say it looked as good as the aliens in District Nine. Okay, because they, you know, they didn't look like how modern day aliens or whatever do. Sure, but they looked all right. You know what? For a more modern thing, I'd say that this gremlin thing it looked better than the villain of justice league okay yeah i can get on board with that so the, yeah. the new the new version. one yeah yeah, yeah. I, I can totally get on board with that yeah 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 and comparable budgets i think yeah what, what? comparable budgets i think absolutely that's impressive because this film probably got made for a shoestring yeah yeah so she sees the gremlin anyway but of course they don't believe her and they just think she's being hysterical yeah the men uh and it's all getting very sexist and condescending uh, at a certain point, though, they agree to release her and let her come out of the turret and someone else will take her place, basically. Mm-hmm. But then as she's trying to get out, the metal uh, lever, the handle snaps in her hands. Yeah. So, so, she, so she can't actually get out of the turrets. And then they're really pissed off at her because they're like, how did you break that? You're such a woman. Yeah. <laughs> With your stupid woman hands. How did you break this? Like, <laughs> how did you snap metal? How did you snap full metal? Yeah, yeah. They think she's both a feeble woman and also like freak- strong. freakishly strong. Yeah. yeah. Not, not consistent. So this just really results in even more sexism. And at a certain point she snaps and she just kind of really lays out for them. And she's mm-hmm. just like, I don't need to listen to this. I'm a decorated officer. God damn it. Like yeah. she, she gets very Kate Winslet-y. In this yeah, scene. She, she, she really goes in. And of course they just burst out laughing. And then they're like, right, you, you, you're a little bitch. You can just like, and we're going to turn the intercom off and you can just cool down a little while. Mm-hmm. Basically. So they, they cut her off mm-hmm. and she's trapped. She can't talk, communicate with them anymore. And she's mm-hmm. still trapped in this gun turret. And then the gremlin attacks. Mm-hmm. And then this is when the film really kicks up a notch. I mean, yeah. This film is a succession of well, kicking well, it up a notch. I'm not sure if you've missed a bit or if it's still to come, but there is a bit where she sees a Japanese plane flying below yeah, them. Yeah, I can't remember what comes first. Is it the plane or the gremlin? Because she does still, because she tries to tell them about the plane. Yeah. So I think first of all, you see like the shadowy gremlin. Yeah. And then like you see the plane mm-hmm. and then it gets to the point where she shoots down the plane, but like the intercom's still on at this point. Yeah. I feel like the gremlin happens before the plane. Mm. I yeah. I think. Because she, the gremlin attacks the turret at a certain point. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I think that happens first. I mean, it doesn't really matter what all no, these things doesn't. happen, and it's all just nonsense. But yeah. the gremlin attacks the her the, the plane from mm-hmm. her, like gets into the turret with her, smashes the glass. Mm-hmm. She'd be sucked out. I mean, they're they're at high altitude, right? But it's uh, I don't think it's a super high altitude. And they're not. It's it's not like it's not like a Boeing seven four seven. True, I guess. So fair enough. Like it's a slow, rickety old plane. I mean, was already, yeah. There was already a hole in the glass when she got in. Mm-hmm. So fair enough. But anyway, the, the gremlins like smash the glass and it's trying to like open the door and get it properly get in with her, the, the hatch, I should mm-hmm. say. Uh, and she's forced to hold the hatch shut with just her one finger. <sighs> her one finger through the um like through the metal fit holders. The, hole, yeah. the rivets, whatever they're called. It looks horrendously painful. And I was wince out when it was just like, you know, showing you what she was doing, I was kind of wincing for her, but then of course mm. it gets very funny. Yeah. Um, and then, but she also has a gun that she smuggled on because she's mm. pretending she has a broken arm, mm. but she's actually smuggled a gun in in the cast in, yeah. in in the sling, I should say. Yeah. So she fires the gun at the gremlin, manages to shoot it away. Mm-hmm. Uh, then she pulls out her finger. Out the finger. <laughs> this CGI finger just cracked me up. This is, <laughs> the, this is the first of many big laughs that I had from yeah. the, the, the the reveal of this like ridiculous overlong mishapen finger that she just pulls out and she's kind of like oh my god my finger it's mm-hmm. completely nuts have you ever seen a broken finger no i've not maybe it looks like this i don't yeah. know does it i don't know okay <laughs> i've been fortunate enough never to break my finger um but yeah so that happens and then the the crew of the 
plane, they hear the gunshot go off though. And then mm. they're asking her, they turn the intercom back on and they ask her what's going on. Mm. And she lies. She doesn't say there's a gun. She doesn't say there's a gremlin. I think mm. she, she knows that if she t- tries to tell the truth, they'll think she's insane. So yeah. she just kind of, she tries to smooth it all over, but they're not having any of it because they've clearly heard a gunshot mm-hmm. and they're very suspicious of who she is now. Yeah. And they've also radioed for some kind of background check and it turns out she's not who she says she is. Mm-hmm. Shocker. Mm-hmm. Um, her name has not come back with any kind of reference. So they're like, who the hell are you and what are you doing on our plane? Mm-hmm. And before she can answer that, that's when the Japanese plane attacks like fully, I yeah. think. Yeah. Because then it starts firing on them and mm-hmm. the, because she's in the gun turret, she... She asks for permission to fire, and then they ignore. They, they ignore her, mm-hmm. or they tell her no. I can't remember. No, I, th- I think I think they're like she has to ask for a while, but then they eventually say yes, and then she's like, "Well, I was just being polite anyway." Yeah, so that's because she gets. Yeah, she has that fabulous line. She's like, I, "I was I was just being polite." Yeah, and then mm-hmm. she like shoots very mm-hmm. confidently mm-hmm. and takes the plane down. Yeah, and so the from, Japanese from a distance from a distance. Yes, yeah. the Japanese again. It, it's very Star Wars. The you know it's, mm-hmm. the, it's Luke of the Tie Fighter. It blows up. It goes down. Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, and so I guess she has briefly won their respect for shooting down the uh, yeah I guess the plane very briefly it doesn't last yeah. uh, and also showed us that like yeah sure she's faked her identity and stuff but she's not she's certainly that, capable yeah, yeah. Sir, requesting permission to fire on an enemy attacker. There's nothing out front, nothing out back, but cash is going mad. Here, cool it. Booking spot down low at three o'clock. You want me to give you permission? You wouldn't even know how to fire if I did. I was being polite. Like, she must have some sort of military background. For sure, yeah. Like, I could say that I was an army general or whatever, but I probably couldn't get in a plane and shoot down another plane. No, I doubt it, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, they're still asking her who the hell she is and they are making all kinds of threats. So at this point, she admits that she's smuggled herself onto the plane with a fake name. Like she's used her married name. She's used her maiden name and now she's married, basically. So that's why her name isn't coming up. But she won't tell them anything more than that. Meanwhile, the gremlin is still kind of just casually just ripping things off the plane just mm-hmm. like just like happily throwing bits of metal off the side of the plane and no yep. one can see it but her nope i think one other guy can see, claims he can see it but nobody believes him mm. briefly um, is that the love simon guy i don't know I, it was all voices i couldn't tell who anything was, anyone was that was the thing that made it much harder to get a grip on like who was who and who was doing what because mm. other than her nobody's on camera for more than like a brief second no but yes, but they're no, I think that the crew are noticing that the plane is having some problems. Like it's obviously losing altitude or mm-hmm. because the gremlins ripping bits off it all this time. Yeah. Uh, and she won't tell them any more information. So they decide that they're going to overrule her and actually open up the bag. And she's like, don't open the bag. Don't open the bag. And they're like, we're going to open the bag. We're mm-hmm. doing it. And they really build this up. And yeah. it's very, it's like, it's, it's like, what's in the bag? Yeah. What is in the bag? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what's in the bag, Harry? It's a baby. It's a baby. Did you guess in a million years that the bag was going to have a baby in it? I mean, I saw it had an air hole. Okay, yeah, sure. So I was like, well, it's either a baby or like, I wouldn't put it past this world to, it, it's like some sort of creature that's been made by a scientist or something Yeah, like, like it's full that. of gremlin eggs or something. I, I thought it was going to be gremlin eggs. Yeah, well, I, I still thought it was like, this is going to stop the war yeah. or something. It was like, yeah, so I, re- I really wasn't sure. I didn't see baby coming. No. Because also, that's not quite how a mother would act. Like, she let, she let them take the bag so that she can go and sit in this very spacious gun turret. Oh, yeah. Like, no. No. no, there are many, many questions to be asked about this part of the movie, but yeah. Uh, yeah. But my God, does it suddenly raise all the tensions? Now it's, yeah, now, I mean, from this point on, it's just like, it's just a crazy wild ride at the end of the film. Yeah. 
So then the crew, the plane crew, are all arguing about what to do with the baby. Mm-hmm. And then we hear the nice one, the one who offered to hold the bag, say, give me my baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get the reveal that actually which, it is his baby. Yeah, which initially I didn't clock the like, oh, it's his baby. Obviously, I did when the character started saying it. But I was like, well, he's really taken a shine to that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's imprinted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so then she t- then she tells her backstory, which I found very confusing. Mm. So it turns out that she is married, but she was mm-hmm. married to an abusive husband. Mm-hmm. Bear in mind, she is like 22. Yeah. Uh, I guess it was the olden days, things sure, happened yeah. younger. So she was married to an abusive husband, and she had an affair with this pilot guy, this, mm-hmm. this member of the crew, this Air Force guy. Got pregnant by him. Had his baby, but didn't tell him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he just instantly knows it's his baby when he sees her, I guess. He just intimates. I don't know. Well, maybe he just knows that like, oh, well, you know, if, if, uh, a year or a few months ago, we, we we did the deed and now there's a baby. Probably mine. It's must be mine. Yeah, I mean, he, he just jumps straight to being, it's my baby super fast. Yeah. But also, what's the time frame of all this? Because she says that she gets pregnant by this guy mm-hmm. and then her husband gets really mad about it. So she decides to get away from him by pretending to be a naval officer mm-hmm. sorry a, a flight officer why do i keep thinking of him in the sea a flight <laughs> officer and flying to a different country and forcing them to yeah take her to a different country yeah which seems very a very convoluted way to get away from her husband but sure well i mean it'll, it'll, it'll do the trick i mean it will it will certainly yeah, yeah. but but like when was this baby like gestated and born <laughs> what, what's the time frame like did did the husband think it was his baby until it, until it was born? Is that like did she, did it look in? Did the husband look into the baby's eyes and like they're not my eyes? Like, Maybe what I mean, happened? I, I I don't know. No, I absolutely don't know. Maybe the husband has never seen the baby because maybe he's like been out at war for a year or so. Uh huh. So yeah, mm. or like. Maybe he was an abusive husband, but she hasn't seen him in like two years. Because That's of, probably, he's probably been away at war, actually. Be, that makes be, sense. Because of the war. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, she's hooked up with a soldier who's just passing by. Yeah. Um, and then like, you know, nine months, well, more than nine months later, um, he's back or he's still there and is about to fly to Maui from New Zealand. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, I'm going to get on that plane so that when my husband comes, my abusive husband comes back and sees that I've had a baby with another man, <laughs> okay. he's not going to murder me. That makes sense, actually. Yeah, let's say that's what happened. Sure. But this is all speculation. Like, yeah, the, the film the, the, doesn't no. connect these dots for you at all. No. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, no, that was, that was actually a very good explanation. You, you, you really connected that for me. I'd, Great. I was very puzzled. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so she gives this whole backstory and then they've got the baby and she's still trapped in the turret. And then we hear the gremlin attack. Well, more Japanese fighter pilots appear. I think there's now another three planes attacking, yeah. chasing them. So they're in big trouble. Mm-hmm. And then also the gremlin gets on board the plane. We, we just hear this over the intercom because mm. she's just sat there. She can't hear anything. Yeah. And she hears the gremlin attacking the crew mm-hmm. and stealing her baby, basically. Yeah. And then this is, re- I'm going to keep saying, this is when it really kicks up a notch. Because <laughs> then we see the... I think this is the the most that it kicks up a notch because from here on out it just it's keeps just going. Ma- it's just madness. Yeah. It, it, I, don't, it, I don't really feel like it gets higher than this. Oh no, there's a, there's a clear moment when this film reaches its peak and it's not this. We're almost there, but we're not there yet. So she sees the gremlin like come out of the bottom of the plane, like mm. it, a bit of metal falls off and it kind of swings out. Yeah. And it's now like hanging on the onto the wing of the plane mm-hmm. very precariously mm-hmm. with her baby in yeah. the bag, Yeah. which either the gremlin or one of the people has fought to zip up again. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it zipped. I don't think the gremlin did that. So somebody zip, managed to zip up the bag before the gremlin grabbed it. Mm-hmm. But it's it's kind of hanging out on the wing. The baby is like flapping in the breeze in, in the bag. Like, yeah. And <laughs> it all looks very bleak. <laughs> and then she kind of gives the gremlin this death stare and goes... Mm-hmm. You have no idea how far I'll go. Like she, she full, <laughs> she goes full like trailer line, mm-hmm. and then she just fucking climbs out of the turret. Yep, and like monkey bar swings across <laughs> the bottom of the plane. <laughs> in all the bullet holes from the Japanese plane. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, no. T- it took me it took me a while to work it out as well. But I was like, ah, oh, throw the bullet. Okay, oh, oh, plane. Because I was going to say because this. It does an amazing. Why does the plane have so many handles? Yes, that's that's, that's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say because like the film does it in such a way as she's upside down, but then the camera oh, this, this is 360 th- degrees. Yeah, this is ridiculous. So first of all, she starts sort of mon- monkey barring it, just like holding on by, by by her hands. But then she, I guess she thinks that like, okay, well I need to like, you know, rip a bit of metal off or something. Mm. So she flips herself upside down so that like she can push against the bottom of the plane with her feet while she's pulling onto things. Mm. And so she's hanging off the plane upside down and so then the camera flips 180 and I'm like, oh, okay, this is making a really interesting camera shot. But then when the camera finishes that rotation and so now the plane is upside down so she looks like she's the right way around. It's like, oh, now I can just see how they filmed this. Oh, this is terrible. <laughs> yeah, <it's> just, <laughs> and, it, and it's just, you know, they've made the set of the underside of a plane and she's yeah. just stood on it and yeah. there's a wind machine pointed at her and a very bad green screen. Yes. And this is the worst special effect it is, of the it movie. It is truly awful. <laughs> but you've really thought about... It would have been way better if they left it upside down because then you wouldn't... Like, you know, you could still work it out like how they filmed it if you were trying to find out, but it wouldn't be so obvious. Well, I thought, it. yeah, I thought that they must have done this 360 degree upside down shot specifically so you wouldn't think too hard about what the hell she's holding on to because yeah. she's no longer like... Yeah. I think if you would see her upside down, you'd be like, "What? where are her fingers going? Yeah. But because she's like, to our eyes, the right way up, you, know, you don't really think about it too much. Mm. That was my only thought about it. Because I didn't think... Yeah. I didn't... I didn't clock that the bullet holes were what she was clinging on. So I, just, I just thought, like, how is she walking across? The, is she got like magnets in her hand? Yeah. How is she walking across this smooth <laughs> surface, like yeah. upside down at like eight hundred feet in the air? Like, mm-hmm. what the hell is going on? Yeah, it's great. But then she, so <laughs> then she, so it's so ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. So then she crawls, like swings across the wing. So she's shooting the gun. Like the plane is like wobbling all over the place. She's like in the wind, you know. It's being attacked by Japanese fighters. There's a lot going like, on. Yeah. Her hand is not steady, you know. No. Bullets. She's got a broken finger. She's got a broken finger. <laughs> but she's like waving this gun around and shooting it at the gremlin. And her, her baby is like right there. And I'm like, you're going to hit your baby. Mm, this yeah. baby goes through it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, my God, this baby goes through it. This, very goes, this baby really goes through it. But um, she manages to shoot the gremlin away, like not kill it, but scare it away. And it, it scampers off somewhere else for mm. a while. And then she, and then the baby is like hanging. I say the baby's hanging. The the, the, bag, the bag with the baby in it. The bag with the baby on it is like just on the edge of the wing. Yeah, like, like it's so close. The to strap on. is just there, and she manages to grab a little bit of lead piping from somewhere, yeah. and just like hooks it on. <laughs> yeah, swings it over her shoulder. Mm-hmm. The bag's over her shoulder. The baby's in the bag. Yeah, uh, and then she's again. She's still kind of monkey bar in it. And then like she looks back towards the turret, and then the turret just gets blown up oh the turret the turret flies off the plane because yeah, some so, bullets hit it yeah. yeah so so like before that i'm like nah the baby's had it stay in the turret yeah 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 but no she save saved yourself it, yeah. but, but if she stayed in the turret she will be dead too true yeah so yeah she made all the right decisions yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Somehow she knew what world she was in. Oh, she 100% did, yeah. <laughs> um, so, I mean, her upper body strength, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so she managed, she's, she's clinging on by like a fingernail to the underside of this plane that is bullets flying everywhere. It's going mm-hmm. up whatever speed, God knows what. Mm-hmm somehow manages to pull herself up sufficiently to fling. And I do mean fling <laughs> the bag into back into the plane. Yeah. Like once again, this poor baby. Well, it's not even like fling it right back into the plane. She sort of flings it like to just next to, not just next to the open hatch that she's climbing in through. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I'm like, okay, the smallest bit of turbulence and that baby's right back right. out the plane again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So close to falling out. Yeah. I'm like, even if like you're about to die, you just give that baby a push, just like yeah. with all your energy, just get it like one meter away from this massive hole in the plane. Yep. Nope, nope. It just it, it, she manages to swing it in, and then that's fine. It's mm-hmm. it's secure somehow. Yeah. And then she's clinging on by a literal fingernail, and I was like, wow, they're really going for this. Like, how is she going to pull herself back up? Well, like she slips and catches. Uh, she catches. So she's holding on by one hand. Yeah. Like her hand with her broken finger. Yeah. She slips. And then it catches on the little bit of fabric that she like bound her finger to her other finger with. Oh yes. Like so, she, essentially her her cast her, her bandage for her broken finger is the, now the only thing that she's attached to the. It's plane supporting with. her entire body weight. Yeah, then. and like there's lit- at this point there's literally nothing she can do, and I'm like, how on earth is she going to get out of this one? Same, same. And my God, I did not see it coming. No, I mean this <laughs> this is the moment, and I was so annoyed when I after after I watched the movie, I watched the trailer. This this moment is in the trailer, really, and I'm like, that gives every that is that ruins the whole movie. Yeah, the fact that this is in the trailer because I've been waiting for that moment. Exactly, yeah. It, it, it's so much better when it comes out of nowhere because I screamed <laughs> like top of lungs, screamed. I was like, what? So like the bandage snaps yeah. it rips and she falls and i'm like shit she's dead she, this is uh, a turn she, she's yeah. out of okay she, she's only in the first half of the movie all right who's That's, the hero now is it yeah. the baby is it, yeah is it the baby is it the love simon guy is yeah. it the gremlin yeah um but no and one of the japanese fighter planes flies underneath the plane that she's just fallen out of yeah i assume that the plane is already on fire it is it's been shot down it's already on fire it's, right. it's descending rapidly yeah, yeah. And she's basically going to hit this plane like, ah, oh, what are the chances? Yeah. Um, I'm imagining in Titanic, the guy falls off the back and hits the propeller. That's yeah. what I'm imagining. Just sure. like, oh, she's already dead. Don't hit her again. Yeah. But no, the plane itself, the little plane blows up and explodes her back into the big plane. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like ricochets her back into the big plane. Yeah. Where she lands unscathed. Completely, Completely unscathed. unscathed. Like gets up, looks... Is it Love Simon guy? I don't know. No, it's but, not. It's a, it's a random, but his but yeah, facial but reaction yeah, the is the ones. best thing about this scene. Yeah, because and and like she responds to it as well with the same face. It's just like, did that just? Yeah, they're both looking at each other, just like, did 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 that really just happen to us? That that that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Was that real? Yeah. <laughs> this would never happen again. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Yeah. But and, I, and at this point, I'm still like, pick up the baby. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah yeah. The it's right by the hole. Yeah. There's planes exploding all over the place. See, at this point, I was just like, okay, this movie knows what it is. This movie gets... I, I wasn't <laughs> sure... If it, I, I was like, is this a bad movie or a movie that knows it's a bad movie? Or yeah. And at this point, I was like, okay, this movie knows exactly what it's doing. Like, that, yeah. that shot doesn't happen by accident. No. Like, that, that's a choice. So, mm-hmm. but, so yeah, she, this guy is looking at her like... Honestly, the facial expression is amazing. His mm-hmm. complete and utter shock at what he's just witnessed understandably so mm-hmm. uh and then he gets shot down yeah <laughs> then there's like bullets strafing through the plane as the japanese mm-hmm. keep shooting at it 
she kind of does a Lara Croft like action run across the plane with <laughs> with the bag still just swinging against like bashing against her side like mm-hmm. up in the air. It's crazy. Yep. She dives into a corner, gets a moment of peace, mm-hmm. unzips the bag. You're expecting either like, you know, at best a crying baby. Yeah. Like <laughs> not, not not crying, like bawling its eyes out. Yeah. That's at best. At worst, like a bag of blood and bones. A bag of bag of mush yeah. that was once a baby. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was also half expecting the baby not to be in there. Yeah, like it's empty. Yeah, the, yeah. The, spoiler alert. Yeah, the they're just like the the, baby, they're yeah. just like Love Simon has it or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that that would have made some sense. That would have been fun. Yeah, if he if like th- this whole thing went ahead and then she pulls and the ba- it's empty. And she's like, shit, where's my baby? Yeah, and then he'd managed to save it from the gremlin the whole time. And yeah. Everything she'd done was a waste of time. Yeah, yeah. That would have been really funny. That would have been hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> but no, the baby is like it's in there. It's fast asleep. It is. So I mean, like, <laughs> she does say she sedated the baby because she's a great mom, but. <laughs> <laughs> But even so, this baby is altogether too relaxed for what it's been through. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, so funny. Absolutely insane. So that's really where the movie peaks, but we've still got a little bit to go. Yeah. Um, so that yeah, the Japanese are still fight, are still attacking the plane. Random people keep getting killed, but there just seems to be always more. Mm-hmm. Like crew members on this plane. They, yeah. Everyone that dies, two more seems to pop up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the gremlin gets back on the plane uh, as well. Yeah. Pull some. Oh, there's the one. There's the one guy with the ginger beard and mustache who's like particularly sexist. I think he's one of the worst ones. Mm-hmm. But he like redeems himself at the last minute by like throwing himself off the plane to kind of distract the gremlin and save her and the baby. So he does that, and then she manages to push the gremlin off. Mm-hmm. And then there's another really funny scene where the gremlin is like, because I guess it Gl- it's such gliding. Yeah. It's gliding, and she's just throwing luggage off the plane yeah. to try and hit it. Like, it's <laughs> yeah, so stupid. Like, <laughs> So then the pilot gets shot at some point. She mm-hmm. she goes into like the pilot deck mm-hmm. and it's Love Simon and the also cockpit. the cockpit. Sorry, you know the cockpit. that word, John. Co- it's, your, it's your favorite word. Sorry, the cockpit, you're right. Yeah. yeah. So it, Love Simon's still alive. Her love interest is still alive. And there's the pilot and the co-pilot. Mm-hmm. So she goes into the cockpit and she's talking about to them about how they need to make an emergency landing. And then more bullets riddle through the plane. The mm-hmm. pilot is shot. The co-pilot is shot. Mm-hmm. So then she has to take control of the plane yeah. and conduct an emergency landing. Yeah. So they do like a crash landing onto this island onto mm-hmm. this mysterious island and it's a very rough landing there's still a gremlin there's still planes attacking there all kinds mm-hmm. of things are going wrong but they manage to make the landing and they run off the well like, i think as part of this this crash landing because the film has already gone as over the top as any film ever could yeah so they're like okay well we need to like we can't just crash a plane no. we need to like crash a plane but really well so like they get stuck in the nosedive at one point. She inverts the plane so it's upside down. And again, the that... shot of just her hair, which is clearly yeah. just like a wind machine underneath her chin, just like <laughs> blowing her hair up to symbolize she's upside down. It's yeah, great. yeah. And like, she, she's not even the one with the baby at this point. No. Like, Where think, is the baby? I think, I think Love, like, Love Simon has the baby. Yeah, I think yeah. Love Simon's got it. And she's like, hold on to this baby with like all your might. Don't ever let this baby go. And he's like, yeah, sure I will. And I'm like, well, what, what, he needs to hold on to something. Yeah. You're going to fly this plane upside down. Him holding onto the baby is not going to be good because he's going to fall and crush the baby. Yeah. So, you know, think it through. And, uh, yeah, so it's a pretty insane plane crash mm-hmm. where, you know, it's upside down for a while, but then it goes the right way around and then she crashes and wings fall off and yeah. explosions happen and all stuff like that. But she's fine. And we see just, we see it from, like, her point of view. And then when the plane has stopped, like, she just takes a minute and breathes and... The film tries to trick us. I wasn't fooled um, into showing what happened towards the rear of the plane where the passengers and the baby were. Mm-hmm. 
um, making out like that the plane just basically fell apart. Everybody got crushed. The baby's dead. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like a big pipe has fallen on the bag and there's blood oozing out of it. Like it shows us that. Yeah. Uh, I could tell a mile off that this was just her imagination. Yeah, they're not going to kill the baby. No. Yeah. And so then Love Simon come, comes in and he's got the baby. And, oh, we're all happily ever after. But then she notices that like there's fuel leaking. Yeah. Like, sure. Shouldn't somebody else have already noticed this or, th- or thought of this? That like, just because a plane has crashed does not mean it's a safe space. Yeah. It's and probably the opposite. Yeah. So she's like, we need to get off this plane right now because they've already crash landed. They're mm. on the island now. She's like, we need to get off this right now. And there's like fire and fuel and everything. And another of my favorite little throwaway lines in the film is when Love Simon goes, wait, my hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's really just Who cares what's hat? Yeah. Um, but whatever. They, they, and they run off and they do the classic Connor <laughs> level run off, jump into the air, explosion mm-hmm. behind them, mm-hmm. throws them into the onto the ground. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. So now we've got Love Simon, Baby Daddy, and uh, Maud. Mm-hmm. They've survived the explosion. Mm-hmm. And Baby Daddy, who has not really done as much in this movie as he would think, considering no. I guess he's the romantic lead, decides this is the right moment to propose to her. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you know what? <laughs> We've been through some shit today, but... This baby has been through a lot, so I think yeah. it deserves a dad. Yeah. So I'm going to get down on one knee and I'm going to propose <laughs> to you. And she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> as, all weird, as, as an audience, we're also like, what the fuck? <laughs> this, this is not the time. Yeah. Midway through his proposal, boom, the gremlin comes out of nowhere, grabs the baby. Why does it want this baby so much? I, I don't know. <laughs> it's obsessed. It really is. Grabs the I, baby. I feel like it doesn't even want the baby. It just wants to taunt her because like yeah. at one point, you know... At the start of that action scene, it takes the baby and just then hangs it off a random bit of plane. Oh yeah, I think the, I think the gremlins obviously is supposed to symbolise something. Yeah, but, yeah, uh, male oppression. I don't know. Uh, yeah, <laughs> something like that. But anyway, so the gremlin then is like, I mean, the thing with CGI gremlins, like mm. at night they look impressive, mm-hmm. in the daylight less so. Yeah. This shot and it still looks okay, but this shot of like the gremlin like just jogging away with the baby yeah. on its arm just really really tickled <laughs> me. And then she just goes all like full Linda Hamilton in. <laughs> Terminator 2 yeah. like she's just like screw this like she rips, rips off, off a sleeve rips a sleeve off like runs bombs it after the gremlin mm-hmm. chases it down mm-hmm. bare knuckle boxes it just it yeah. gets very mortal combat from it. Yeah. it like she beats it to within an inch of its life mm-hmm. and then she does a full mortal combat throat rip well the, the thing that she does is she starts beating it like like you say bare knuckle boxing sort of thing but then, then after a while when it's a bit dazed she grabs its own hand mm-hmm. and then starts hitting itself and i'm like why are you hitting yourself why are you hitting yourself why are you hitting yourself and then she rips its throat out with its own claw it's like why are you ripping your throat out it's, why a, ripping... it's a power move let's <laughs> be honest <laughs> it's great it's so fun so that she, she yeah so she rips the gremlin's throat out with its own fists mm-hmm. then she ca- she kind of staggers carries the baby back mm-hmm. again so many great male reaction shots. Just love yeah. Simon and the love interest are just kind of like, what? Yeah. Pulls it back. Yeah. Brings the baby back. Then she sits down. and I, I, <laughs> I saw it coming though. I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> she sits down, you know, she saved the baby. She saved the day. She sits down and she just breastfeeds that baby. Yeah. She just whaps her tits out and starts breastfeeding. Yeah. And then the credits roll. <laughs> we get this like cheesy 90s movie credit where it like shows you all the characters having a moment yeah. but it's so weird because like you've not seen most of them most of us like who the fuck are you i didn't yeah. i honestly didn't recognize half of them yeah. i was like were you in this film mm-hmm. so it, it's got that cheesy credit thing for the the cast and then it just ends with this film's dedicated to the troops yeah. it's got all these like hist- actual <laughs> historical footage of like women in the uh, specifically women mm. 
in the armed forces, which great, yeah. but this is not the movie. <laughs> uh, no, I think it totally is. This, I guess this, there is a feminist, a very strong feminist like thing to this movie. Definitely, so, yeah. 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 But it just it just makes it great that it's such a ridiculous movie at the same time. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Have so much fun with it. Yeah. Because yeah, I don't know how many movies do you see just any movie at all mm. where somebody breastfeeds yeah not often yeah it's, it's, not, it's, it's not very a common rare sight, yeah how often do you see it in a silly movie yeah after <laughs> after the person who's just start who's just done the breastfeeding has ripped a gremlin's throat up with its own hand yeah. yeah and like she's looking extremely badass like one one sleeve is ripped off there's she's mm-hmm. like been shot in the shoulder there's blood everywhere and she's muddy and dirty and like it's it's a really badass moment and yeah. she's breastfeeding at the same time it's like wow that is one hell of an image. Yeah. No, I agree. It's a great... I'm not... It's a great moment. It just really yeah. made me laugh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> like, of course, now she's breastfeeding the baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, and that's yeah. the end. That is uh, that is the crazy world of Shadow in the Cloud. Yeah. I mean, if you're listening, I'm sorry we ruined it for you, but still check it out. Well, it is had a the warning at the start. Yeah, we did. We did. So yeah. you've got no one to blame but yourself. But check out this movie. This movie is great. Mm-hmm. A great time. Yeah, definitely. Take the fourth place gun. Doors are coming in around the block. You have no idea how far I'll go. You have no idea how far I'll go. Come on. Okay, so first drinking game I've got. Mm-hmm. Drink for bad special effects. Oh yeah, I definitely had drink for terrible green screen. Yeah. yeah. It's it's very interesting. I mean it it really does. It doesn't take away from the film because not at all. It adds to it. It does because it adds to it because it the film is so ridiculous mm-hmm. and the story is you know no it's not thin the, the story is is equally ridiculous um, and it just makes me feel of like what am I trying to say here like just old fashioned films yeah just old fashioned action films where just like it's very silly it's unrealistic it doesn't look great yeah. it looks all a bit sort of janky yeah like. This film has all the hallmarks of like a bad movie, but would you yeah. say it was a bad movie? Uh, no, no, I wouldn't either. Yeah, it's it's got some it's got some bad ratings, yeah. some bad reviews. Yeah, sure. I would say this is a classic, like a, a really good B movie. Yeah, like it's very much a B movie. It's a yeah. low budget, you know, or mid budget, low budget film. It's very stupid. Mm-hmm. It looks, yeah, it looks actively terrible in places with the green screen. Mm-hmm. But it's funny and it knows what it is, and it's mm. got a sense of humor and it's got a point of view. So mm. I think this is actually a. It's not like one for the ages, but it's a great B movie. Yeah. So and, and I think the bad special effects kind of lean. It leans into that. I, th- I think that a lot of it d- deliberately looks as stupid as it does. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm giving it too much credit, but I'm going to choose to believe that a lot of it is. <laughs> <laughs> deliberate but obviously necessary because it wouldn't have got made for the bud any higher a budget than it had mm-hmm. but like yeah on the whole i think this movie works for me so yeah. i don't mind the bad special effects only add to the things i enjoy absolutely it. yeah so but certainly drink every time you can see very clearly that someone is just standing on a sound stage and someone yeah. switch turn the camera upside down for them and put a, <laughs> put a fan underneath them mm-hmm. so, yeah very good my first one drink every time men are trash in this um, movie yes i also have drink for sexist remarks slash drink when they doubt her yeah it just gets more and more cartoonish like yeah. it, it, that first half hour the first 45 minutes is just like there's so much of it and it's you know there's lots of stuff like oh she's getting hysterical and all that kind of very you know predictable stuff but but the, the men in this film are with the exception of love simon and baby daddy mm-hmm. just 
absolute trash. Totally, yeah. Yeah. Uh, drink whenever you see the gremlin or you see some sort of ominous shadow. Or mm. Yeah, drink for shadows of the gremlin for sure, yeah. Yeah. Because it's that, it's that classic, you know, you see a gremlin, you're always going to get a little... You get you get like the flash of lightning. Mm. It was did I say it? Did I not? You know. Yeah. So it's very that. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. One flash of lightning. You see like something. Another flash of lightning. Whatever that was, it's not there anymore. Yeah. Like, yeah. Did I imagine it? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Great. Uh, drink every time the baby gets hurled, snatched, or, or otherwise abused. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That poor baby. That baby is bruised from head to toe. Mm-hmm. Drink for a reveal. Ooh, what kind of reveal? What's well, we've got baby reveal. Baby reveal, yeah. We've got baby daddy reveal. Baby daddy reveal, yeah. We've got the fact that she was married. Yeah. We've technically got things like that she's not a lie. She she yeah. she's she, she's lying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Does the finger count as a reveal? It made me laugh. <laughs> That's not a reveal, no. The reveal of the finger was a big moment for me, but sure. Sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh no, that's all I got there. Okay. Uh drink for strong accent work. Nice. Like I said ev- I said it before, every character is doing a different accent. Chloe Grace Moretz does at least three, mm-hmm. but I couldn't really tell the difference. Yeah. But yeah. they got they made a really big deal about well, her accent no, no. changing. No, yeah, her British and American accents are pretty different. Yeah, yeah. She changes her accent. Every man has chosen a different region to be from, a different country yeah. and a very specific region of that country to be from. Like, mm-hmm. It's all over the place. It's yeah. great. I would say no two are the same, but I genuinely don't know because I don't know It's how hard many to say. Were. Yeah, they're all different, but they're all absolutely all over the place. Anymore? Uh, yeah, drink for an overly badass moment. Okay, sure. It's not just a badass moment. It's one that's just a bit too It's badass. very. It's like on the nose. It's very badass. Yeah. So obviously breastfeeding is a big one of those. Yeah. yeah. I'm also going to do the upside down monkey bars while flying a plane. Upside down monkey bars, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you have no idea how far I'll go. <laughs> and also getting exploded back into the plane. Getting exploded back into the plane. Of... Yeah. Yeah. When she, sa- when she says, I was I was only being polite, and then she shoots down the Japanese fighter. Mm-hmm. There's, yeah. She, there's a lot of like... Trailer moments, yeah. I'd say. A lot of trailer yeah, moments yeah, yeah, in this yeah. film. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> this film must make a great trailer. It's a good trailer. It's just unfortunate mm. that it, it blows the greatest moment of the film. Because mm. it's such... The real... I think the real thing of that moment is the surprise of it all. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it's it's the complete what the fuck did I just witness out of yeah. nowhere you know, moment of it. Whereas I think if you see it in the trailer, it kind of gives away what kind of movie you're watching. And this movie mm. really unfails in a way that I really mm-hmm. appreciated. It doesn't tell you just how crazy it's going to be. It really like you can tell it's a bit of a B movie, mm. but it's it like it 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 draws you in, it draws you in, and then it really just like lets it all out. And yeah. It's great. So, but like in a world where in a world <clears throat> in a in in a world where you could go and pay to see this movie in the cinema, sure, would people go and pay to see this movie in the cinema if they hadn't seen a trailer that had that in it? Because there's not much else that you can put in a trailer for this film. Yeah, to make well, that, it yeah. look, look like well, you really want to go watch it. That, yeah, it, it is a bit of a uh, double edged sword because you're right. Because the movie is very talky for the first half, mm. your only option is to really give away all the stupid action in the second half. Otherwise, mm. you're just going to make a very boring trailer for it that doesn't yeah. serve the movie. And you're right, I'm almost glad that as much as I would love it for this to be the kind of movie that you and me would have gone to see one night if it was like a slow week at the cinema with like no mm. expectations and loved it. Mm-hmm. Also, we probably would have seen the trailer before some other movie oh, and yeah, it would have probably. given it all away. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm glad that we both had the opportunity to like go in blind because it really did make a difference for me. Yeah. 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 Um, last one I got is drink for a death. Drink for death. Sure. I mean, there's not many on-screen deaths. Mostly, it's just hearing people die. Mm. Yeah. We get a few. I mean, there's the, definitely a few. Yeah. I mean, the guy, who, the reaction face guy, after she gets blown up, he gets shot mm-hmm. dead, and a few of the ones. The pilot dies. Yeah. yeah. There's, no, there are a few, but there's not as many. 
the body count isn't as high as you might think. Yeah. A couple of Japanese fighters. Sure, but we never even see their faces. It's just the no. planes, for sure. Mm. I had, so this is my last one as well. I had drink every time a new character is introduced or referenced. Nice. Because as you mentioned, it's like th- this plane is like a clown car. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many people and you don't know who any of them are. Mm-hmm. And we get these fantastic shadowy introductions, which I mentioned before, which mm. just looks so ridiculously cheesy. Uh, but yeah, there's always someone new just appearing out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. So pretty much from start to finish. So that is quite fun. Good. Trying to keep track of what the crew of this plane actually is, is a good time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 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 Cool. Okay. Well, if you uh, listeners, if you want to hear more drinking games, more sequel ideas, more listen submissions, you can get extended versions of our, of our podcast by going to patreon.com slash beyond the box set. There, you can subscribe for as much or as little as you like, and not just extended episodes, you get a few other bonus features, such as a bonus show where we review recent releases. Mm-hmm. You also get a 30-second advert slot in the main show, talk about whatever you like, your own podcast, your own business, whatever you feel like. And also, once a month, we do Patreon episodes here on the main show. Pick a Patreon at random, you can come in, choose the movie, guest if you want to, but you don't have to. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a good way for you to make us do your favourite movie, or whatever movie you really want us to talk about, or subject us to or whatever yeah we've had some interesting patreon picks it's always yeah. a joy so yeah. so yeah all that available at patreon.com slash beyond the box set indeed let's see alex uh what do you think of jaws which is at 97 percent run tomatoes i find it to be anti-shark propaganda what do you feel about the entourage movie which is at a meager 33 percent i think they finally got hollywood right how about it follows 97 percent worse than your parents giving you the sex is evil talk how do you feel about Juno, which is at 94%? That would be a movie that celebrates a teenage homewrecker. Uh, how about Bewitch at 25%? Best television adaptation ever put to film. How do you feel about American Hustle at a towering 93%? Overwrought awards bait. Righteous Kill, 19%. The movie that Michael Mann wishes he had made when he created Heat. Sounds about right. I'm Julio. I'm Alex, and we are the Contrarians. As you can tell, our thing is that we rage against the Rotten Tomatoes machine. Regardless of what we really feel. Find us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn. Facebook, Twitter, we're everywhere. Yeah. Sequels. Sequels. Do you want to go first or second this week? Second. Okay, fine. You're very clear on that. You want to go second. Okay. (laughs) I'll open then. I've done a direct sequel. Mm Mm-hmm. And it picks up directly after the original. And it kind of picks up on my main question about this movie. The, right. the, the one that really stayed with me, which is, why do these gremlins want that baby so badly? Okay. Like, I couldn't figure it out. Like, what is the what is the angle? Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking we're going to pick up immediately after the events of the original film. Mm-hmm. So you've got Maud, Chloe Grace Moretz. You've got baby daddy, Nick Robinson. Mm-hmm. And you've got, sorry, you've got baby daddy... And you've got Love, Simon, mm-hmm. who is played by Nick Robinson. Yeah. I don't know who played Baby Daddy. It wasn't anyone famous that I could tell. So the three of them are now stranded on this mysterious island because obviously the plane has exploded mm-hmm. with the baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're forced to kind of set up camp with what little they have and do a bit of exploration mm-hmm. and hope that they can soon be rescued. Yeah. So, you know, you've got an immediate survivalist situation here. However, in the middle of the night, the first night they set up camp, their camp is attacked by not one, but a whole army of gremlins. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. So there's a bunch of them all attacking them. And they manage to fight them off, the three of them. But in the confusion, one of the gremlins succeeds in stealing the baby oh, and runs off into the jungle, mm-hmm. into, the, into the wilderness with the baby still in the suitcase. Is the baby sleeping in that suitcase? Who can say? I don't know. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. They've got the baby. Yeah. So the baby's gone. 
But Maud will not give up. She refuses to believe that the gremlins have just killed her baby. She, mm. she will not accept that. So the three of them go off on a hunt to track down and rescue the baby mm-hmm. from, to find out where the gremlins have taken her baby. Basically. Yeah. And it turns into a whole quest in this mysterious island. They don't know where they've landed. It's very mystical. It's unusual. And it actually very quickly becomes apparent that the entire island is populated not only by gremlins this is obviously where the gremlins live mm-hmm. but also by a bunch of other mysterious creatures fantasy creatures okay. including fairies and dwarves and goblins mm-hmm. and talking animals everything just just it's it's a land of mystery and wonder. sure okay yeah. yeah proper fantasy world it's a complete fantasy world yeah yep some of these are friendly but most of them are not so mm-hmm. they get into all kinds of scrapes where they'll run into you know nefarious creatures while they're searching through the jungle for the gremlins there's gonna be lots of misadventures and wrong turns and diversions on the way but they're just really focused on finding this baby yeah and at a certain point they manage to rescue they save the life of a magical talking koala because you know it's new zealand australia voiced by who stephen fry okay yeah 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 i don't know why that just came to me i didn't write that but it just came to me no stephen fry yeah Uh, a a wise magical a wise magical koala yeah. yeah who tells them that their baby has been taken to the lair of the Goblin King. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I'm liking where this is going. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yet more adventures ensue. They travel their way towards the lair. I mean, the, the koala obviously points them in the right direction mm-hmm. and they have to battle their way through Doesn't the island. Maybe. I've not really written anything else in for the koala, but sure, he could be like a sidekick. Well, if you're not running anything else, and he's just a koala, he's got his own thing going on. Well, I think, yeah, I think his mobility is limited. Koalas aren't particularly mobile animals. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> I don't know if he can really come with them necessarily. Mm-hmm. But they, where was I? The koala has pointed them towards the Goblin yeah, King. Yeah, so they, they head off towards the Goblin King's lair. And after many misadventures, they get there and they sneak inside. Mm-hmm. But before they can get much further they are actually captured by gremlin guards. Like they're, okay. they're sneaking in does not go very well for them. Yeah. So they're captured by gremlin guards and they are hauled before the king, mm-hmm. who it turns out has the baby. So the goblin, as predicted, the goblin king has taken the baby. Mm-hmm. And the goblin king turns around mm-hmm. and is immediately somebody who Maud recognizes. Oh. It is her former lover. Oh. Played by Tilda Swinton. Very good. Yes. So if you haven't picked up on this yet, maybe you've given me faces that I think maybe you might have like got a hit. I on. have. Yeah. I have the listeners. It's Labyrinth. Yeah. I've gone for a Labyrinth thing. Yeah. Because I was thinking like Gremlin King, Goblin King, mm-hmm. Magical Land, whatever. Yeah, definitely. And it felt, but I, was, I, I got the idea that this could be like a Labyrinth sequel. And then I was like, well, David Bowie's dead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we've been there. Yeah. But then I was like, well, who is going to play David Bowie? Mm-hmm. If not David Bowie, then it's Tilda Swinton. It's been said many times before. She mm-hmm. is famously looks a lot like David Bowie. Mm-hmm. So she'd be a perfect... Yeah, you know, if you're going to do a belated labyrinth sequel, it's going to be this. So it's Tilda Swinton. Yeah. And I thought from that, you could add another layer to Maud's like ever changing world of deception. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Tilda Swinton turns around and it's Maud's ex-lover. And this is where Maud has to admit to the other two, to love Simon and the baby daddy, that when she said she was married, she didn't quite tell the whole truth. Okay. Because it's 1943. Yeah. You know, she wasn't married, married. Sorry. Is Tilda Swinton playing David Bowie playing the Goblin King? basically yes so so it is a male character no 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 no, no. it's a female sorry no. it's, right, a fe- okay. it's a female character this is where maud chloe grace moretz has to admit that she was right. actually in a same-sex relationship she was in a lesbian relationship mm-hmm. with this with tilda swinton this mm-hmm. goblin queen king whatever mm-hmm. probably like polysexual i don't know it's unclear but very much a just wolf. say more words it'll become more appropriate yeah yeah yeah, yeah. sure well the, what i'm getting what i'm <laughs> driving at is that when she had the affair with 
baby daddy and got pregnant. Mm-hmm. This is why she couldn't even pretend that the baby was uh, yeah, yeah. her partner's because yep. her partner was a woman. Yeah. So it was clear that she'd cheated. And that's why she, and that's why she had to do a runner. Mm-hmm. Basically, that, that's what I'm driving at here. Sure. Yeah. 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 So it turns out, and she's learning just for the first time that not only was her ex a bit scary, she was also the, the, the ruler of the goblin people. So, you know, that, 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 that's a revelation. <laughs> Sorry, she's learning that now. Yeah, she's, she didn't know that. She, she just thought it was just like some lesbian. Oh, right. Some great. butch lesbian. But no, it, <laughs> now she's learning that her ex-lover was the queen of the goblins, which is, right. you know, that, that's something for anyone to take on. <laughs> and Tilda, as the goblin queen, mm. claims that the baby is actually rightfully hers, even though it's not her blood, mm-hmm. because she was, you know, in a partnership with Chloe Grace Moretz. Yeah. So even though she's not a biological parent, she's claiming the baby as her own. Mm-hmm. And she orders that Maud and the two boys get thrown into jail while she considers what to do. Sure. They get hauled away by gremlins, like to a jail cell. Mm-hmm. But I think you can have the repeat of the trailer where, while she's while Maud is being dragged away, she has to scream again. You have no idea how far I'll go. You know, she has to do that again. <laughs> sure. That's, that's the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have no idea how far I'll go. You have no idea how far I'll go. And so after thinking about it a little bit, the Goblin Queen makes the decision that she's going to force Maud to marry her again, have like a recommitment ceremony, mm. maybe use some magic on her or something uh, so that the two of them can raise the baby together. Mm-hmm. And Maud obviously has no say in this whatsoever. Yeah. And it's, oh, it's, and it's going to double and it's going to double as a christening for the baby who will then be tied to the Goblin Kingdom forevermore. Mm-hmm. So it's like they're going to have a, a, a kind of magical marriage and the baby's going to be christened as the heir to the Goblin Kingdom and then it will never be able to leave this island. Sure, yeah. So, yeah, I've gone very, over, I've gone quite convoluted with this. Yeah, no, it, it makes sense. Makes sense. Okay, though. good, good, good. So, yeah, so she casts a spell on Maud and makes her walk down the aisle, you know, and then there's a whole marriage scene where she's like committing herself and the baby's being christened and it's all, you know, it looks like evil as one after all. Mm-hmm. But then it turns out that Maud was faking the whole time and the spell didn't work on her. Because <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's all about the, I don't want anyone to rescue. I think like, the, the original film is so feminist. It's about her being like the power of, you know, the, yeah, the mother, yeah. the power of the woman. So she's definitely going to rescue herself. Yeah. So I guess the other two love, love Simon and baby daddy and baby daddy is still in chains or whatever. Oh, I mean, she could rescue them. Yeah. They're still in jail, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But she pretends that she's under the spell and she gets up to the altar. Mm. But then when she gets to the altar, just at that critical moment when she has to say, I do or whatever. Mm. I don't. I, yeah. Yeah. She's like, I fucking don't like she dropped <laughs> she roundhouse kicks tilda swinson <laughs> grabs the baby runs away like just bolts legs out out of the out of the castle i'd say instead of roundhouse kicking tilda swinton grabs tilda swinton's hand turns it into a fist why are you punching yourself why are you punching oh, even, yourself? even better even better yeah. yeah she does that yeah beats beats tilda swinton up does that grabs the baby runs away runs out of the castle through the island she's like breakneck speed obviously the baby's just bouncing along on her yeah. shoulder just you know on another wild ride yep. uh, ah, so soothing yeah 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 runs 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 gets to the beach of the island mm-hmm. where conveniently there's just a random rowboat just sat there oh yeah jumps into the rowboat starts rowing to freedom yeah into the, out to sea out to sea okay. with, with the baby yeah into the mists and the mists kind of envelop her around the baby uh-huh. and everything goes dark and then she wakes up and she's still in the turret of the of the, uh, the plane <laughs> from the original movie from the first 10 minutes when she got into it. Yeah. Everything with the gremlin onwards was a dream. Right. She's still in the in the plane. Yep. The baby's still in the bag. Yep. It's all been a dream. Right. And uh, what happens after that? We don't know. That's for another sequel. <laughs> okay. So, so, yeah. 
all a dream, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, sure. Labyrinth was all a dream. The original movie Labyrinth yeah, but, was all Jennifer Connelly dreaming. Yeah, but was it though? Well, that's the question. You don't know. Yeah. With, with Labyrinth, was it? Well, maybe she wakes up and it's like, oh, it was all a dream and the baby's still there. But, but then, then there's a shadow see, outside. We see the lightning strike and there's a shadow of yeah. a, a gremlin flying by and it, it's like got Tilda Swinton's face or something. Yeah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, that's, uh, that's good. Thank you. Well, I don't know if good's the right word, but that was a uh, Shadow in the Cloud 2, Labyrinth of Mystery. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good title. Thank you. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, I think we can just agree now you win this week. Okay. Um, because uh, I have certainly struggled to come up with an idea. Maybe you can help me. I've just come up with a few concepts, basically. Sure. So I've got one that I've titled Idea One. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I can sense the inspiration just like <laughs> dripping off every page of this already. Um, so they're now in Maui. Well, yeah, it's it kind of leads into yours. They are now in Maui or wherever. They, On an island, they yeah. And they need to find civilization. They walk to where they think they're going to find somewhere, but the journey takes days as they've got injuries. You know, there's like sure. people are shot. But the, the, the three of them aren't there. Like, yeah. you know, some of them are shot a little bit and like they've got to find food for the baby and stuff. It's a whole big adventure, but they're being stalked by more gremlins. Okay. So, well, that's basically that's, the same idea. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like, yeah, the gremlins are still after them. It's, sure. Well, yours could be, maybe what yours is, to, to kind of make it slightly different from mine, maybe they do set up camp, and maybe it's maybe yours becomes more like that TV show Lost. Did you ever watch Lost? I, I didn't, but I know it, yeah. You know, maybe, so maybe they like have realised that they're not going to get rescued anytime soon, so they set up like a society. Mm-hmm. Maybe they find other survivors who'd also been shot down from planes, obviously, during the war. Sure, so yeah. maybe there's other humans, and they all set up a society on the island, but the island is also full of mysterious gremlins mm-hmm. who are constantly attacking. Because, like, in Lost, it wasn't gremlins, but in Lost, there were mysterious monsters that like stalked in the shadows and like right, yeah. attack people so yeah maybe it's a kind of, maybe it's kind lost of like is, that sounds silly lost is a silly show yeah <laughs> i wouldn't recommend it. It, it, it it's very unsatisfying as well i've only heard bad things yeah like it started great and then it just obviously it was clear that when they wrote started writing it they didn't know how it was going to finish so yeah yeah game of thrones syndrome basically <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah, you could do it like that. It could be like lost. Mm. Yeah. I also thought halfway through your idea when you start talking about different creatures that maybe they crash land on Skull Island. Oh yes, that could be fun too. Yeah, I, that, I, that, I actually that, wrote that as well. Yeah, that right. totally lines up with the the style of this film. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's what was probably giving it this old timey feel that I, that I was having. Yes, it does have a King Kongy kind of vibe. I agree. Yeah, you could definitely imagine that. Yeah, Mothra is just going to show up at some random moment. Sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe they finished the film like worshiping Kong or something. Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe Kong wants that baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be Kong's baby. Yeah. Maybe it was all along. Son of Kong, yeah. Yeah, maybe her ex was King Kong. He was a very jealous lover, yeah. <laughs> She's like Faye Ray. She's like the original, you know, the Godzilla's oh, girlfriend, yeah. the character, yeah. 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 No, yeah. that's... that's <laughs> she retrained as a fighter pilot because how else was she going to get up there to say hello to him? She had to learn how to fly a plane. <laughs> sure, yeah. sure. Idea two. Sure. Decades later, it's the eighties or whatever, mm-hmm. and uh, Chloe Chloe Grace Moretz is inexplicably playing her own granddaughter. Okay. Um, but it becomes the somehow becomes the exact same setup, but on a more up to date passenger plane. Okay. Which then led me on to a further idea, which was to like, okay, well, that kind of sounds like snakes on a plane, mm-hmm. and then I was like, oh, what about snakes on the plane, but with this as well? Okay. So like. Snakes on the plane kind of scenario, or or exactly that, but with a woman defending her baby as the main character, not Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Um, something like that. And then I just started listing 
different ideas of how I could switch out the vehicle they're on. Mm-hmm. So you, you could do a film like this that snakes of a plane. You could also do it where they're on the Millennium Falcon. Sure. Because I put in Star Wars. Some yeah. similarities to this plane. So we've got the turrets on the top and the bottom. Sure. Like if Princess Leia had smuggled a baby onto the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Like so, so, something like that. But at the same time, they're fighting off the Empire. Mm-hmm. Like the, the thing is, it that it's got to be that like trying to save this baby from a little monster while they're in the middle. While of there's some, so much more else. going on. Yeah. yeah. While there's like you know, in this case, World War Two or. The plane is also full of oh, snakes, okay, so or like, yeah. they're also fighting off the Empire, or the Titanic has has hit the iceberg. So and just it's t- sinking, take but- classic action movie sequences and just drop in a mother and a baby in the middle of it. Yeah. So like the Avengers Endgame battle, and there's just you know someone. Well, has no, a baby. I, was, I, think, I think it might always confined to a to a vehicle of some kind. Oh, I see. Okay, sure. Um, keep just it. kind of keep it in a theme. So I've also got Titanic as an option. Sure. Yeah. Which is a bit big. Going smaller scale, Apollo thirteen. There's a a baby smuggles on board Apollo thirteen. Yeah, maybe like she's so scared of her husband that she has to just get off the get off the earth and she wants to she's gonna go and live on the moon. She smuggles <laughs> I don't know. She smuggles herself onto Apollo thirteen, shit starts to go down yeah. and she's like, Okay, how do I how do I help my baby survive this? <laughs> it, 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 this 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 isn't a spoiler, this isn't what this is absolutely not what happens, but this week I watched that film Stowaway, which I oh, encourage yeah. you to watch on Netflix. It's, it's mm-hmm. pretty decent. There's no baby on it, but it is no spoiler. This is the premise of the film. Yeah. It's about how this like spaceship takes off mm-hmm. and then they find out that some guys just accidentally found himself on the, on the, on the <laughs> ship. And they're like, what the fuck? We're in space now. We can't take you home. Yeah. What if that was like a mother and a baby somehow? Yeah. Like, yeah. Completely sure. random. Yeah, like, what the that. fuck? Now there's a baby on our like three year flights, you know, to, yep. you know, to Mars, our mission to Mars. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like that. And then like little green men start to try to steal the baby because, you know, of course <laughs> they do. That also works for Sunshine, which I've got on this list. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, it's the same. Um, I've also got Snowpiercer. Oh, well, I thought there were babies on Snowpiercer. Yeah, maybe. When they're eating all the babies on Snowpiercer. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a pretty grim um, film. Yeah. But, uh, well, I was thinking like maybe Snowpiercer, but make it more about... Did Octavia Spencer have a kid? Yeah, she had, well, she, I think she had a young son who survives doesn't it's been like two years since i saw that film but i thought she had a son who lived who was like or maybe not I don't maybe know. i don't know but like you could do that whole thing but they're also being stalked by a gremlin or something yeah yeah like yeah that. sure yeah um let's see i already said sunshine uh i had gravity but that's again when they're all in space oh a baby kind of in, i'm sorry the visual idea of a baby in oh, like yeah. in a little baby space suit so oh, like, yeah, a little helmet yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and he's like at a certain point <laughs> he like floats away into the atmosphere and the mother has to be like no and like grab him back and like, then like and well maybe, maybe like she she tries to reach out and she misses and like oh my god i've lost the baby but then like george clooney comes back yeah yeah, yeah. And he's got the baby or she like lassoes yeah. it just, yeah. just like, <laughs> no i love that the, the, yeah that's the best one gravity a baby, a baby. A, instead of being in a bag it's a baby in a little cute like the, the cutest <laughs> sweetest little ba- little baby like space, space suit. suit yeah just like being constantly floated out into the atmosphere and the mother just having to like pull it back like no yep like yeah yeah that that really tickles me the idea of that really tickles me uh okay well i, sh- I probably should finish there but i've also got one more speed go okay speed on a so so a ba- so speed so it's, on, it's on a bus that can't go slower than 50 miles an hour sure. You know what I'm hearing from all of this? Yeah. Franchise of movies, action movies. Just, Sandra Bullock and a baby. Yeah. Sandra Bullock and a baby. Yeah. No, I def- definitely like that. Is there, is there any more movies that we can do? Where you just throw yes. baby in just to up the stakes? Sure. I mean, yeah, Titanic. Uh, I, f- I think Baby on Baby in Space, Baby on Gravity is the best one. That, that, yeah, I don't think we're going to beat that. No, but Baby on a, st- a speeding bus also works for sure. 
I'm, I'm trying, trying to think specifically of Sandra Bullock movies. Like, what else has she been in? Um, this doesn't really work for this. Uh, she like in, action she in that Ocean's 8 movie? No, let's quit while we're ahead. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> Babies in Space, I think, is the, is the, yeah, this movie was <laughs> set in space with little green men trying to yeah. steal the baby. Or just gremlins, space gremlins. Yeah. So uh, that was really fun. Yeah. So I'll call that instead of Shadow in the Clouds, uh, Shadow Shadow in Space, Shadow in the Shadow Sky, in the, Shadow in Uranus. Sh- no, <laughs> no, Shadow in the Stars. Shadow in the Stars. Okay, yeah. that, that's a bit more classy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, John. And As it, I said at the start, this is a family podcast. Oh, is it? All right, fine. If you say so. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, so that's that. Okay, should we move on to listener submissions? Yeah. Now, this film isn't very widely seen, so we actually only have three this week. Okay. But, uh, yeah. I was, if, we're, if we can be past the spreading the word about this movie, I would say, like, I, hope, I would hope that this will become a cult classic over mm. time. We're just very early on the trend. Yeah. But the ones we have, they are pretty good ones. So, Stuart King said, Shat Doe in the Cloud. It's the exact same movie, but it's uh, actually an episode of Treehouse of Horror from The Simpsons. Oh, yeah. Which I can 100% see. Oh, definitely. That yeah. way, And this this is like Marge doing all this would be great. Yeah, Marge and Maggie. Marge and Maggie, this would be so much fun. Yeah. yeah. It'd be so funny. Yeah. And like, and so would the baby daddy be Homer? Baby daddy is Homer, yeah. Uh, yeah. The gremlin is clearly Bart. Like, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, bought. Yeah. Bought, bought. Bought, yeah. yeah <laughs> <laughs> I can see it, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, would Lisa come into this in some I don't form? know what role Lisa could play yeah, there's, 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 by its very the, definition there's only one woman yeah so Lisa wouldn't really work so. but you could have all the like you could have Lenny and Carl Lenny and Carl Mo. Chief Wiggum yeah, yeah definitely yeah absolutely they'd, they'd all be is, part is Chief Wiggum the pilot probably yeah he's yeah. certainly on board yeah, yeah. so <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's a good one I like that one uh, Elaine McCann said Shadow in the Shroud Chloe Grace Moretz is tormented by gremlins while working as an undertaker. Okay. So obviously it's yeah. a pun, but I like the idea that, yeah, she's just working as a humble undertaker, but suddenly gremlins are trying to steal her baby, mm-hmm. take it to the underworld. I don't mm-hmm. know. And finally, Dan Adams said, Shadow in Cloud City. A, sing- oh, nice. a single yeah. mother takes refuge in the home of Lando Calrissian, but it soon becomes clear she isn't who she says she is. Oh. I like that. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Again, maybe it could be Princess Leia. <clears> who knows? <throat> So there are our sequel ideas. Thank you, everybody, for those sequel ideas. We ask for your listener submissions every week, a few days before we record, by putting posts on Facebook and Twitter where you can post your ideas. So make sure you like and follow our pages if you don't want to miss out. Mm-hmm. To listen to our episodes of Beyond the Box Set, you can subscribe and browse our back catalogue on any podcasting platform, including Apple, Spotify, Google Play, and many others, all of which you can also leave a five-star review if you so wish. You can also support us on Patreon for as much or as little as you think we're worth. You'll get access to all our bonus features, including our bonus shows and the opportunity to get a 30-second ad slot on our main feed. You can find all the links in the description below or at beyondtheboxset.com. Mm-hmm. And next week, Harry, it is a pick for you. It's a free pick for you. Yeah. What have you got for me? So I'm going back to a, uh, a recently missed episode. Oh, okay. Um, because... Robert Mountain? No. <laughs> That's why I said recently. Recently, okay. Um because we decided we wanted to do Parasite just in time for the Oscars. Yes, so we and did skip Armageddon. Yes. So that way you so, go. So uh, that's what we're going to do next, next week. Cool. Armageddon. Armageddon. It's, it's uh, by the way, now on Disney+. Plus. Oh, is it? Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Okay. So easy to watch. That, cl- that classic Disney movie. Well, did you see that Nomadland <laughs> got released on Disney Plus this weekend? Yeah, I did, yeah. Like, well, that, that, that's a real Disney, that's a really good branding there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All the kids are going to go straight from like Toy Story <laughs> to Nomadland. Yeah. Oh my God, that film is so boring. Well, I liked it, but whatever. Do you disagree that it's boring? No, no, no. I liked it, but it's boring. You know, there things can be two things. Yeah. Fine. Anyway, yeah. we're not doing no well, as, as in like Shadow and Cloud can be good, but it's bad. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, yeah. we live in a world. You know, nothing's ever 
one thing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Anyway, we'll save Nomadland for an inevitable Nomadland episode in the future. But next week, Armageddon. Yeah. A great pick. I'm excited. Yeah. Cool. I'll say along the same lines as this. Yeah. In in some ways, yes. In, in I, some I can ways. see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Just needs so, more babies. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, how good would the tension be if like you know, Ben Affleck accidentally brought a baby with him up to the meteor. To be fair, like this film is so silly that it didn't really bother me. A lot of the time babies ruin action movies for me or like small children, because it's like, I don't mind watching a stupid action film. If all the adults die, I'm just like, Oh, who gives a shit? (laughs) When there's a child, a very small child or a baby, I'm just like, I'm not enjoying this baby in peril. Mm. For some reason, this film, I really found it hilarious, but most of the time I'm like, it it, it, it ruins it for me. So yeah, I'm not advocating for more babies in action films. They kind of ruin it, but this one was very good. Yeah. And, and in gravity. Yes, indeed. Yeah, they're the two that where it would benefit. Yeah. Sure. But anyway, cool, cool. Armageddon. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yep. See you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.